Hello and welcome back to the Audio DT with Reb T, the Audio Devar Torah with Reb T, the Sheer where we talk in audio bursts on the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Changed it this year to make it a little more audio burst friendly. So we're looking at Behaloscha, talking about the menorah. The menorah had to be made out of gold, had made made out of solid gold, and then it had to burn continually. Interestingly, hashkacha wise, in today's daf yomi, in Yuma forty five, the 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 gemara talked about how we talked about the audio ddd that it had to be ish tamid to kanalmas beach to suchabo. You know, it had to always be continually burning, continually fired up and continually present. And we talked about on the audio DDD and can repeat here that it's something that in our life as well, our hearts should always be aflame with Torah, our Mizbeach, our tables, which are in lieu of the Mizbeach from the temple. And we're supposed to eat and say to our Torah and do good Torah-related things, especially on Shabbos and Yom Tov. That should also be continually Torah. So in general, we think about the menorah, we think about the lights, the flames that are ever burning. We talk about this on Hanukkah and Shabbos in general. We should always have Torah flame in our heart. But even aside from that, when we look at the Pasuk in Parakhet, Pasuk Dalad, This was the work of the menorah. It was hammered of a single piece of gold. The question is, why one piece? Why did it have to be a single piece of gold? Why was it made out of one piece of gold? How was it made out of one piece of gold? What do you mean it was hammered out? How could you possibly make those intricate, specific, detail-oriented designs from the piece of gold? And why was it made out of one block of gold? So Rashi immediately picks up on this and says, this was the form of the menorah, and the sources are from Chabad.org. As Hashem had shown him with his finger, this the Gemara, the commentators point out when Hashem says this, he's specifically pointing to something. So by the menorah, Hashem pointed, this is exactly what you should make. This is how you should make it. And some say that when Hashem said this by uh, by um, Rosh Chodesh, this is what the moon should look like when you declare the new month. This is a is an indication that Hashem is pointing or, or exactly detailing one specific thing. So here Hashem had shown him with his finger, for he had difficulty with constructing it. Moshe had difficulty with constructing it. That is why it says, this is. Pointed out from Sifre Bahalot Chasevin on Chabad.org. And when it says hammered work, an old French bate dis, Rashi points out from Chabad.org, beaten, an expression similar to, and his knees knocked one against the other. From Daniel, there was a block of gold weighing a talent. He pounded it with a hammer and cut it with a chisel to extend its limbs in the prescribed manner. So all he had was a hammer and a chisel. Can you imagine to make this beautifully intricate, detail-oriented, ornate design of the of the Hanukkah, of the menorah? All he had was a hammer and a chisel to be able to make it fascinating. And it was not made limb by limb and then connected together. It was literally chiseled out of the gold piece of talent. And that comes from the Bryce of Malachet HaMishkan. And when it says to its flower, Rashi points out from Chabad, which was its finest work, it was all hammered work. It is customary to use the word aid in the sense to include everything, as in from the stacks to the aid, standing grain to the aid, olive grooves from Shoftim. 
According to the form which Hashem had shown, Rashi says, according to the design he had shown him on Mount Sinai, it says, now see and make according to their pattern, which are you shown on the mountain. So did he construct the menorah. Rashi points out the one who made it, namely Mitzalab, the Agadic Midrash, Shanchoma Baalotcha 3, states that it was made by itself through the Holy One, blessed is he. So Moshe was shown how to make it, and he was supposed to transcribe it over to Mitzalab. Some opinions say that Hashem himself threw the talent into the fire and made it come about out of the fire. Otherwise, it's it was done with the hammer and the chisel. Either way, it was a beautifully intricate, ornate design made from the single huge piece of gold, which probably cost a fortune then, and, and to make one now would also cost a fortune. The Medrash Rabbah points out we've, from Chabad.org, we find that Moshe experienced more difficulty in understanding the construction of the menorah than he did in that of all the other vessels of the sanctuary. So Hashem said to him, Take a talent of gold, cast it into the furnace, and take it out again, and the menorah will assume shape on its own accord. Thus the verse says in Shemos, Its knobs, its its cups, and its flowers shall come out of it. So Moshe smote the piece of gold with a hammer, and the menorah took shape of its own accord. So the Medrash points out that the that the, the, the idea they're going by is that it was made basically by Hashem with a little bit of Hishtalis by Moshe. But really, Hashem did everything. Moshe had to do a tiny piece of Hishtalis, but really Hashem made it come about. For this reason, it says, Of hammered work it shall be made, te'aset, implying that it shall be made of its own accord. Meaning, Hashem had it come about somehow, but Moshe had to put in a little effort. That's the idea in life in general. You know, we talk a lot about that, how whatever road you want to go, Hashem will lead you, but you have to take the first step. Hashem will lead you on the way, but you have to take the first step. You have to be the one that's initiating. You have to go about it. We get the idea that Hashem will give us the money just designated for the year. We have a budget for the year, a salary, money we're going to be given. But we can't sit and twiddle our thumbs all year expecting it to fall like a mana from heaven. We have to put in our shtas, we have to do our work, even for the great menorah, which was so intricate, so detailed, and Moshe was at a loss on some level how to make it. Hashem made all of it, but still on some level he had to throw it in. He had to bring out that hammer, he had to start the process. So too in our own lives, we can't expect things to come to us without doing any effort. We have to put in the effort to reap the reward. Perkevus teaches Lefum Tzar Agar, especially relating to mitzvahs, especially relating to, to Torah learning, especially related to chesed, taking care of others yeah it might be difficult to cook for others yeah it might be difficult to donate but you you put in the effort you put in the idea hashem will get it back to you hashem will give you the time the energies the resources to do so you're making dinner anyway for someone else make dinner for your family or vice versa you're making dinner anyway for your family why not see if there's someone else you can help out especially if they had a kid or lahav dil we should never know from such things they went through a loss we need to put in the ishtadlis we need to make sure to put in our whole effort and realize that from the whole, the pieces come out. From the whole aspect, the intricate details come out. We have a whole huge ingot of talent of, of gold for the menorah, but it was so detailed, so finely attuned to the details, even though it came out of a whole. So too in our own life, if we're involved with the whole, we're involved with the community, we're involved with our family, make sure sometimes to be involved in the details, to be involved in the specifics, not to forget about the details, not to forget about the specifics. A small thing can go a long way. 
You you might make a tea for your spouse, make a tea for a friend. Don't forget to put it with a hot cup and put it with a little sleeve on it. Why do you think Starbucks and Dunkin' give the gives those sleeves, or they have the disposable ones that are built into it, so that it goes a little more, so your hands won't be burnt, so your hands will be protected. So you make it for your spouse, to make it for a kid. You you get the detail, not just putting it in a mug, but putting a sleeve on the mug, also an extra layer paying attention to a little detail on a very small level, something we can do. Hashem gave their details to the menorah, the menorah which had the flame that was ever-present, ever-burning, continual, like it should burn, and continuing in our hearts, doing mitzvahs and chesed, following the Torah. So too, for these people, we have to make sure that we pay attention to the details and make sure that it's ever-present. The Lubavitcher Rebbe points out on Chabad.org that the menorah represents the people of Israel. Hashem's light unto the nations. It's not a coincidence. It's pure hashkacha that we're known as an or lagoyim. We're supposed to be a mamlachat koan and vigoy kadosh. We're supposed to be a holy nation. We're supposed to be a kingdom of ministers, of, of priests, people who are holy, people who are in charge with a mission, chosen to do good in the world, not chosen to be better than anyone else, God forbid, but chosen to make a difference, chosen to do good, chosen to bring the world to a little bit more of a lighter place, a little bit more of a brighter place, like the menorah. So the menorah represents the Jewish people. We're supposed to be an orla goyim, a light to the nations. We're supposed to be a moral compass. We're supposed to be a lighthouse for the way. People look to us to light their way, to guide their way, to inspire the way. That's the way it's supposed to be. Its many components attest to the fact that the Jewish nation is comprised of different tribes and includes individuals from all walks of life. But even as the menorah's form expresses the diversity within Israel, there are two laws which point to the menorah's integrity. One law concerns the making of the menorah, the second law the manner of its lighting. An artifact of the menorah's complexity is usually fashioned by first molding each of its parts on its own and then welding them together. The menorah, however, was hammered out of a single piece of gold, originating as a single object and remaining a single object throughout the various stages of its construction until the finished product. This represents the fact that while there are nations that are a coalition of variant groups, each formed by its own ancestry and experience but welded together by common interests and habitat, this is not the case with the Jewish people. All souls of Israel are of a single essence, and their division into distinct individuals is merely their investment into different bodies and physical lives. So even though we're a whole, even though we come as a talent of a gold like the menorah, even though we come from one huge unit, don't forget that the menorah was very detailed. Don't forget that the menorah had very specific designs, very specific aspects to it. Just to remember, as the Jewish people is also a single talent of gold, but it has all of the specific details, all the specific people, the unique characteristics that each person brings to mind. We think about the wheel, the spokes of a wheel. Each spoke is different. We think about the ship, how each person on the ship contributes. And if one person makes a hole under the boat, we've mentioned before, the whole boat will sink. If one aspect of the talent is ruined, it could ruin the whole talent and, and it could ruin the whole piece of gold on some level. If you don't make the whole talent good, 
it's only three quarters good, then it's not a fully good talent of gold. This is the case of the Jewish people. All the souls are a single essence, but there's division into distinct individuals in different bodies and physical lives, different specific characteristics, different individual aspects of how we contribute. The second law is that although the menorah sheds its light with seven lamps, they must all be turned towards the central stem, in keeping with God's instructions to Aaron that the seven lamps shall give light towards the face of the menorah. This expresses the truth that although the soul of Israel shines not with a single light, but by means of a seven-lamp menorah representing the various prototypes of human character like the seven sefirot, at the same time all lamps of the menorah face the body from which they extend emphasizing their singular origin and their singular goal. In other words, we all come from the same place. We are all oriented towards the same goal. The differences are in, are only in order to better express our source and to more completely achieve our goal, which makes them not differences but the ultimate expression of oneness. Remember, we all come from the same place. We all come from the singular source, Hashem. He put a divine spark at Selim Elohim in all of us to try to make sure to realize that we have a mission, but that we're part of the Or Lagulim, we're part of the greater whole where we're supposed to inspire those around us. We're supposed to teach ethics and morals to those around us. We're supposed to be an upright, uprighteous, upstanding society to those around us. That's why... Maybe that's why the IDF holds itself to such a high level with its moral code, trying best as it can not to have even any civilian damage on any level with dropping the leaflets and announcing where they're going to bomb ahead of time, getting people out, doing as much as it can to preserve the sanctity of life. And Israel in general tries as best as it can to help wherever again, being a shining Kiddush Hashem of the Jewish state, the only Jewish state in the entire world, showing the upright morals of the Torah, what we're supposed to do. And as the Jewish people, we're supposed to influence and we're supposed to have the Torah burning within us. We must remember we're all one ingot of gold, the Jewish people. We are all connected and wedged into the one huge mass of the gold that is the Jewish people. But even so, we remember that we have our specific characteristics, we have our specific differences, how we each bring something to the fold. Remember that the, the menorah was made out of the ingot of talent, but we had to do our ashtabs, we had to put in our effort. Even if you go by the opinion that Hashem made the whole thing, Moshe had to be involved, and Betzal had to be involved on some tiny level. In life, we always have to do our ashtabs, we have to be involved, we have to contribute, we have to, have to also make sure that our flames are always continually present, are always burning. And remember that we come from the same place, we come from that same talent of gold we come from Hashem we remember where we come from and we remember that we all have to accurately portray Hashem and be Mikadashim Shemayim to Hashem that we come from Hashem we should be oriented towards Hashem and do what we can to make sure that Hashem's presence is manifest in this world remembering that we come from that singular mass of the golds we come from that singular piece of the Jewish people but that we contribute our own aspects we contribute our own contributions we contribute whatever we can 
So Moshe saw that there was difficulty, but Hashem helped. So too, if there's any difficulty, we look into the Torah, we look to our sages, we look to our Rabbim, we look to those who can help us, but we have to be involved, we have to contribute, we have to do our part, we have to maintain our individualistic aspect, but make sure to remember that we're part of the whole of the Jewish people, do what we can to use our talents, use our abilities, use our capabilities, any invention you can do to contribute to the Jewishness of the world, of the Jewish people, and, and to the contribute to contributing more Torah to the to the Jewish people in the world at home, the world at large. I try to contribute my tiny, tiny dollar almost through my shows and a book idea that's been in the workings for a while now and any songs, whatever I write on the guitar, whatnot. But what can we do to contribute? What can we do to bring our flames, our menorah? We're coming from the ingot, the one major talent of gold, but we have the singular aspects that we should contribute as well. Remember the lessons of why the menorah comes from a talent of gold, how difficult it was to make, but Hashem helped. We put in our shtadas, remember where we come from, that we have the individual aspects that we could contribute to being or lagoyim to help those around us, to inspire those around us, and hopefully, if we're able to do so, we could bring Mashiach speedily in our days with the building of the third temple, may it be today. Join us next time as we talk the audio DT with Rib T, and I'm your host, Rib T.